Welcome to Resellology Podcast. My name is Melissa Vandridge, and I am a full-time reseller. This podcast is mainly about my business and about what I'm doing with my business. It's mainly to document my journey and to be able to A, reflect on where I've been and how far I've come, but also to try to help people along the way. This week was a really good week for me on Instagram. And I owe that to a few accounts. So I want to start off the show saying thank you. Thank you from the bottom of my heart to Lux Huntress, Courtney on Posh, Thrift to Travel, For the Love of Luxury, and Sassy Charmed. I know I'm missing one person. I am so sorry. If you listened to me and I missed you and you put me in your story, there was a few people that did, but they didn't actually tag me. It just popped up in my story. It was a little weird. Anyway, I'm so sorry. I can't find you anywhere in my phone. I should be able to, but I can't. Anyway, just know that I thank you and I appreciate you (laughs) because I gained about a thousand followers in a week. Now, the only time I've gained that many followers is when I was part of those, you know, those giveaway groups that you pay to be to be part of like $30 and like 100 different people pay to be part of it and then you follow everyone and they and then everyone that joins that has to follow everyone whatnot you know what I mean and those didn't really end up with quality followers if you get what I'm saying they didn't really interact with me um I mean I had a couple thousand more than I did but none of them interacted with my content because they didn't really care about my content. They just followed me because they want to be part of that giveaway. And once the giveaway was over, I mean, I had a few people unfollow me, but most people don't because they don't, they're not that advantageous about going to their, who they're following and unfollowing people. They don't care because followers fall off. Eventually people you follow, like if you don't engage with them in a certain amount of time, I think Instagram automatically unfollows them. I've had that happen to me a few times that I've had, and I'm not sure if just liking someone's post is enough engagement. Like, I think you need to start talking on people's posts to like stay, keep them with you. I don't know. Cause there's been a few people that I was following, but all of a sudden I wasn't following them, but I'm not sure if I was really engaging with their content that much anyway. So I'm not sure. Um, but the point of this is it was amazing when I post something now, like a tip about ThreadUp or a sale I made on ThreadUp, the engagement on that is crazy compared to what it was. Now, it's not like crazy compared to somebody else, obviously, but I'm only comparing it to myself, right? Because I know what my engagement was before and now my engagement is so much better. I'll get like 20 comments and about 100 and some odd likes. Whereas before, I'd be lucky to get three comments and 50 likes over a week, right? And sometimes not even that. Sometimes I got like 20 20 likes on something, no one's saving. It didn't really go to many people that weren't following me or many people that were following me because, you know, it has to be liked by a certain amount of people to get to the, the next threshold in the algorithm and whatnot. And I know that constantly changes. And so... I might be saying something that's actually now old. I'm not sure exactly how it works. 
I'm not sure there's really many people that understand exactly how Instagram works because how it, cha it changes so often, except for those that have made, that have, you know, many, many followers and can replicate that all the time. Because I know there are people out there that help other people and they help them build their Instagram and you pay them whatnot. But anyway, so I think it's a good idea that we help each other in the Instagram community. And I know that I do this sometimes when I see if somebody's running a sale, I'll put it in my stories for the day to try to give them a boost so they get more eyeballs on their sale so they probably get, hopefully they get more sales that way. Because why not? You know, they're running a sale, I'm not. But that's cool, you know, if I help them get a sale somehow. It's just kind of goodwill towards your fellow reseller. I know some people don't prescribe, don't subscribe to that and they think, oh, if I help somebody out, I'm losing. I don't think that way. I think if I help somebody, I'm winning because we all do. You know, those accounts I listed off, I, you know, the, the three of the top three of them, I had, I've already been following them and I love them even more. You know, you know what I mean? Love their page. They're great. Well, I've met, I've met Ty Lux Huntress at the bins a few times and she's sweet. She's so, so nice. Um, and so I haven't met the other two in person, but I imagine they're nice too. And it's like, I don't know, it's just kind of, it was warm, giving me that warm, fuzzy feeling like, oh, wow, I'm getting these followers. Like, oh my God, they're getting so many followers from this. It's great. And they're engaging with me. Holy crap. So now when I post something, I feel like I'm actually posting it somewhere. Like it's actually going to somewhere and someone's actually using it for some beneficial reason. I'm not just posting it to the space and no one reads it. You know what I mean? Because that's, that's disheartening. You know, when you're posting something on Instagram and you think no one's lo really looking. It is a little disheartening. It was for me at least. And then I was like, you know what? I'm just going to post my solds. Call it a day. No one likes them. No one likes them. They'll be there. Well, apparently people do. Which is great. And I'm doing pretty well. Which is also great. Okay. So that's pretty much it for my Instagram thank you rant. Is it a rant? I don't know. I don't know what you would call that. So ThreadUp is also going pretty good. Um, most of, almost all the boxes I sent in in December have now processed. I know it took forever. Well, they didn't even process any of them until the first, like, this, we were like in the second week of January. I think they got an influx of boxes and I just had to wait my turn, right? Well, during that influx, they lost one box. Now, that's not normal, right? They don't lose boxes often, but they did lose a box of mine. And they originally paid me out a, a, an amount. And um, I'm going to save, I'm not actually going to talk about the actual amount I received for my box because it's all going to be different. So, and I'll tell you why in a second. Um, and then I was like, no, that's not nearly enough um, for this box. So I was talking to a rep and they said, well, send us a list of what was in there and then we will recalculate it. So I sent them a list and they recalculated it. And, um, and then I got a little bit more, but it really wasn't enough yet, right? 
I was like, no, I can't accept that being the only amount that you give me. So they send it to, I said, I need this escalated to a manager. So the reason I'm talking about this is because I want you to understand if this happens to you, which it may never, because I know uh, people that have 200 boxes into them and not one has ever been lost. So it's not a, I don't expect it to ever happen again to me. I mean, if it does, I know what to do, but I expect it to never happen again to me. And and in some ways, I'm kind of glad it did happen to me. So I understand what I need to do or how I need to tell people what they need to do in the future if this happens to them. So, I mean, it's always a good idea to write everything down, right? So I, it got escalated and then they paid me out more. So they paid me out enough, right? Of course, it's not what that box could have made right? But it's, it's, I'm happy with the amount that they've given me now. So what they do is they use the estimator tool. And if the estimator tool, and if you accept whatever, you know, the estimator tool, then, you know, you're all done. They'll give you whatever they think is, that comes up on the estimator tool. So obviously if you have better items in there, like if they're really, really high end, then that estimator tool is going to give you more. Or if they're really, uh, mine weren't that high end. You know, there were some, you know, leather jackets in there. And there were some just like bread and butter items. So since I said, no, this wasn't good enough and I wanted to escalate it and they did pay me out more, they basically said, we can, we do it one of two ways in this situation. We either pay you out per the estimator tool or based on your best bag. So based on my best bag, basically my best box or bag, whatever, um, how much it, how much my top one made, they'll pay me out that amount. And they did. They did pay me out that amount. So again, I'm not going to say what that amount was because the reason why I'm not saying it is because it's going to be different for everyone. So if, if you, it depends on what you sent in. It depends on uh, on what, you know, you've done in the past and it, and it goes over the last year. So had I sold one even higher in the last year, I would have gotten even higher payouts. And so my stuff is getting better, better, and better, right? Every time I, I go sourcing, I try to source better items than I did last time. I'm not trying to stick with just the same old, same old. Um, although, I, of course, I am picking up repeat brands, but I'm trying to pick up um, even better brands than before. So if that makes any sense. But like I said, if this happens to you, which I don't expect it to happen, it's going to happen to somebody else at some point, obviously. They do have an organization problem and they do some loose single items, not regularly, but they've lost like a few of my single items, but they paid me for those items as well. So it was never a problem. It was never like a fight for the, to get payment for those items. Um, because sometimes they've just gone unavailable and I'm like, hey, what's going on with this item? And then they look into it. They're like, oh, well, we lost it. So here we're going to pay you for it. And then they paid me for what I had it listed as. So I think, of course, you know, when they lose an entire box, they're not paying you what you would have listed it as. So keep that in mind. But he, here's why I'm telling you this. I'm telling you this for A, so you know I know how to go about this if you have this problem. And two, to remind you to look at the bigger picture. 
because I mean, yeah, could I have sat there and fought for even more? I probably could have fought for it. I'm not sure if I would got getting if I would have gotten any more. Getting is not a word. If I had would have gotten any more, but um I decided, you know what, I'm gonna let this be where it's at. Um I I I did make money on that box still. I didn't lose money. And I made, you know, a an okay profit. Not nearly as much as I was planning on, but you know, that's okay. I didn't lose money and I did profit still. Um, and I'm going to make far more money off of their pro their off of their platform than I will ever lose. I mean, I know people say, Oh, I sent in one box, they lost an item, and I will never use them again. Well, you know, they're just not looking at the big picture. Sorry. And if that's you, if you're listening to this and that happened to you, I urge you to look at the bigger picture. Because the bigger picture is they won't always lose your items. They've lost very little of my items. I have sent hundreds of items to them now. And only a few of them have ever gone lost. And I've gotten paid for those. So, and if you didn't get good initial payout for an item that was lost, then fight a little harder. Don't give up. See, that's one thing I'm good at. I don't give up. I mean, to a point, I didn't give up. I'm like, I decided that this was a good point to stop fighting. But before, I knew it wasn't. And so I kept going. I used to be an insurance biller, a medical insurance biller. And I'll tell you, when you're, when you're in a biller, you learn to win. And I learned to win. And I did often. And I pretty much got my way many, many times. Because I knew when they were telling me BS and they were telling me the wrong thing and I knew what the right thing was. I will be the same way here. I'll know when someone's telling me the wrong thing and or something that just won't satisfy me. And upon looking at my account, they can see I'm consistently sending them items. And I sell, I'm sending them good items too, not just, you know, target items or or you know, things that won't make them very much money and won't make me very much money. So I just wanted to let you know, I just wanted to kind of tell you about this. So, you know, A, it's not the end of the world. It sucks, but it's not the end of the world, right? And they tried to make good on it, right? So, I mean, I know that they have their their procedures. Every company does. Every company has a procedure for something, right? They're like, okay, well, if this happens, do this. And if they're not happy with that, then do this. And if they're still not happy with that, do this. And so you have to know that there's always an escalation process. You're never stuck. But once you've gone through the escalation process, you got to know when to stop when you're in that escalation process, right? And, you know, that comes with experience, absolutely. But once you get a feel for it, you'll know. You'll know when you need to stop fighting and you'll know when, you know, it's time to fight for what you feel is fair. And I, I, what I got was fair. So I will give them that. And at first I was like, oh my God, oh my God. And I started freaking out about it. And I was like, no, I can't. I need to keep a level head about it. And I need to think bigger about this because this is just one box out of many I've sent them. And I'm going to continue to send them boxes because I'm going to continue to make money off of them. And they'll continue to make money off of me. It's going to be a mutual, you know, thing. 
relationship that's what I was going for a mutual relationship and that's what you need to keep in mind when something goes bad take a breath take a step back work through it and move on with your life so I hope that you find some benefit in this podcast and I know um, I've had a few people reach out to me and tell me that it has been beneficial to them so it makes me so happy I'm so glad that um, I'm able to add some value to your life Thank you so much for listening. Remember that Snap Seller Tools I was telling you about where you could go onto eBay or onto Poshmark and put in like J. Crew sweater and it'll come up with basically the average comp and tell you what you should price your item based on some presets that you made or you could change to fit your situation. Okay, and then it went down, right? Well, it went down. They didn't know, they didn't understand why it went down at first anyway. I was talking to them, uh, to a very nice man named Jonathan at Snap Seller Tools on Instagram. And he finally said, uh, well, he he told me when he they found out, and then they subsequently posted on their Instagram, that it was eBay, not eBay, sorry, it was Google that had shut them down. Because Google had, and not just, not for them, but they had sh- Google had shut down every paid extension, like all of them, unless they used a third party, a third party for their payment method, right? Because I had, I have another one that worked just fine, my list perfectly, but it they don't use Google as they're basically their clearinghouse. I don't know what you'd call it, but they're the way that they have people pay. They use a third-party vendor for it. So they didn't get shut down. Thank you. Thank you. Because that would have really sucked. But Snap Sellers Tools did because they were using Google for their payment method. And so rather than try to go to a third party um, and still collect money, they decided to A, refund everyone for the inter- interruption in service, which is amazing because um, not all companies do that. So good for them. That is a good um, customer recovery tool is if you're like, we're so sorry for this. We know it's not our fault, but we're going to make it right with you. And so what they did is they made their tool free, which I think is so smart. They are so smart to do that because it just makes me think of Jello. If no one knows the story about Jello, Jello wasn't selling. I'll tell you what really quick. Jello wasn't selling at all. People going door to door trying to sell this Jello. I know, right? Imagine that going door to door selling Jello. What? But anyway, people used to do that back. I think in the tens, twenties. I don't remember what what exactly what year it was. Anyway, but these wives, because let's face it, the people that were at home during the day were the wives during this time. They, the women wouldn't take it because they're like, we don't know what to do with this. So what? There's directions, but they don't know what to do with it, right? So what they did is Jella went back, said, you know what? No one wants to buy this because they don't know what to do with it. We're going to make a recipe booklet for it and we're going to give that out for free. So they did that. They made a bunch of little recipe booklets. I don't think it was very big. They printed it off. It cost them a little bit of money up front, but boy, did it pay off, right? Because Jello took off. <laughs> it's a household name now. You know who Jello is. You say Jello, everyone knows who it is, unless you were just born, right? And 
but they were smart because they gave something away for free basically addressing this giant issue they're like hey you don't know what to do with it well here here's these recipes buy my jello and then you'll be able to write me these recipes and then you bring in this new thing to the party or whatnot or you're serving this new thing at you know your dinner and it was all about presentation back there for dinner and you know you had to look nice and well the woman had to look nice at least and I think men generally had to look nice depending anyway but you know it was very much about aesthetic and the uh, in the uh, the table aesthetics and whatnot. So yeah, uh, I thought that was it's just a very interesting thing to know about, right? And so when I see another company give something away for any period of time during this interruption, then they're just they're they're being jello. They're giving something away, giving everyone a taste of their product, so they'll want their product later on. So they'll pay for it later on. I'm happy to pay for it later on. And so if you are, if you did pay for this, and because uh, it's a monthly payment of like, I think like $14.99, it's, it's nominal. It's nominal for what it does. I think it's actually a really good tool. So I'm really excited I get to use it again, and I'm going to use it to reprice some items. And I'm both eBay and Poshmark. So right now, if you did pay for it, Contact them on Instagram, DM them. Um, they have their last post is all about this, and you can read that as well. And they will uh, refund you for uh, the month. So until this, you know, clears up, they'll, they'll refund you, give you back your money. Because I mean, I paid for it, and I was never allowed. I couldn't use it anymore because I thought, well, maybe the free version just pooped out, and that happens sometimes. Sometimes, like, you get a free version, and you get, like, a couple days of the free version, and then it poops out, and then you have to buy it, so I was like, you know, it is a good enough tool. I'm just going to buy it, and then I bought it, and I still couldn't use it, and because I didn't realize, they didn't even realize what was going on with it yet, so anyway, you have an opportunity to use it for free, so you should. Everyone go and to uh, Snap Seller Tools. It's actually, if you go to snapsellertools, all one word, dot com, you go to their website, you click on the download button, and then I'll direct you to the Chrome store, and I get the Chrome extension, and then start using it. Um, I'm not sure if it works totally on eBay yet, but it's working fine on Poshmark. So I haven't tried it on eBay. I tried it on Poshmark, and it was working. So that's a great tool to at least use right now during the free period and then once they go back online for payment you'll you'll be able to say yes this is worth my money or no this isn't worth my money and then you'll make your decision at that point but you get to use it for free during this time so use your tools that you can